0: I had a question for you guys do you guys think that mother's day is the sneakiest holiday
1: oh because you never know what it's about to happen you just it just happens yeah. one day you're like fuck it's mother's day oh shit yeah may is a big month for me like half my friends birthdays are in may mm-hmm. uh and my birthday is in may
0: uh-huh <laughs> whoa, whoa. How, shout out to kevin cole's birthday <laughs> kevin Cole oh.
1: birthday month Oh, my birthday is getting mentioned on one of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my birthday month, and it's also my mom's birthday month, and it's also Hadley's birthday month. Wow, <laughs> that's
0: a whammy! That's a whammy. Okay, month. So you just know this is an important. Like you are yeah. aware that when May arrives, it's time for you to right to make yourself available for those you care about.
1: Sometimes my birthday is on Mother's Day. Wow. Right? Really? Okay, Mother's Day doesn't give a shit.
0: This seems like a puzzle you're giving to listeners, like, if you want to solve Kevin Cole's birthday sometimes, it's on a Mother's Day. You'll need the Kevin Cole decoder ring to find it out. <laughs> Next episode, the first three digits of a social security number.
1: <laughs> if you do know my birthday, maybe maybe wait until, like, I post something about it online. Mm-hmm, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, I won't know how I feel about my birthday until it's my birthday. <laughs> Is that every year? You don't know how you're going to feel about it? <laughs> yeah, it's always kind of weird.
0: It's a coin toss.
1: Sometimes it's great. I mean, last year was rough for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, year, year before that, also also very interesting and introspective because I was turning 30. Oh, yeah. This year's 32, and uh, a lot's happening. A lot's changing.
0: 32's good. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> early 30s, it, it hits weird because you're like... Oh, I'm losing ground on my my adorable precocious youth self. Yeah, but mm. but is anything much different? And you but you just know that like once you go past 35, that's you, the bad. <laughs> <one>. That's <laughs> yeah. bad. One. That, that's
1: when it all slips over that's the a edge. Slip. Yeah, that's
0: a big slip. Yeah, <laughs> like 30, 30 feels like a big slip. But then you like like Chad said, you're like ah, 31, fun. That's fun. And then 35 yeah. and you're like, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> Just put the dirt on me. Just now. dirt my body now.
1: It's a it, it's a balance though a birthday because like so- sometimes a birthday is for you. Like often often one would consider a birthday for you, mm-hmm. but in a lot of ways it's for everyone else around you. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Something mm. to focus on.
0: <laughs> it lets them it lets them look at you and be like, well, at least I'm not that poor sucker getting older today. <laughs> see i i took that in a completely different way whenever i do have a birthday party Mm -hmm. i which is very i just usually forget i just usually forget in september and then other things happen and people's lives are busy and i don't celebrate it yeah when i do (laughs) it feels like I spend all of my energy making sure everyone else is having a good time on my birthday rather than just enjoying my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying.
1: It's a lot of pressure.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Ca- calling back to Mother's Day. Is Mother's Day a traveling holiday? That, that holiday travels? <laughs> it's a roaming. It's a roaming holiday. I hate roaming holidays. Like th- like Thanksgiving. I'm like, when the fuck are you happening Thanksgiving? Cause to like, clarify, a, a roaming holiday, oh, I'm okay ro- with. A <laughs> yeah. roaming holiday. Get the fuck out of here. But a roaming holiday, I don't know when those are happening. And I don't, I do not want to, give me the day, give me the number that it happens on and let me maybe remember that, you know? Mm. Is it always a Sunday so you can take your mom to church? Is that what it, it is? It has to be, yeah. Or 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 the or you can go to the old country buffet and get that Mother's yeah, Day Yeah, so you get the Mother's Day country buffet.
1: Here's a life hack for you gentlemen on these roaming holidays. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Just live with your parents and you never That's have to go anywhere. That's how you
0: do it. Well, I- Kevin, you know, you say that as if that would help me, but I think that I would also probably still fuck it up. <laughs> Mother's Day feels like a unfortunate, it serves the point of me going, I should start thinking about Father's Day. Like, I know it's, <laughs> I know Father's Day is coming, and I've already missed the window for Mother's Day, so Mom's already getting a belated gift. I'm so sorry, Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought you a Star Trek hat this week.
1: Yeah. So I'm- Oh, that's nice. I thought she'd
0: like it, but also it's not going to get there until like the fourteenth. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, you blew it. You fucking. Blew I blew it. it. I blew it again. And mom, she loves me, and she'll she'll be happy either way. But and now I'm like, now nah, I got to think about dad. Mother's Day, Father's Day, only days that you can be disappointments. You can. That's all you can be. There's no <laughs> achieving the right level on either of them.
1: Is is Maquant a Star Trek fan?
0: Oh yeah! When I got the when I got my job on Star Trek, she's like, "I'm a I'm a Trekkie. I used to watch TNG, and I like Kirk and Spock." That's and cute. Like, it was very it was very. She cute. said, "Did she say TNG and then said Kirk and Spock?"
1: Yeah, well then she and then
0: she started talking about the older ones okay. too. I was like, "Mom, those are different shows." <laughs> okay, mom, you're not a real fan. <laughs> I was hoping that you would blow your mom up on that. I I shamed her. <laughs> Send her a Star Wars
1: hat for Mother's Day. <laughs> I don't know if she's ever even seen That's, Star Wars. She's probably seen Star Wars. Star Wars is more Obama Cole's okay uh, bag. She's big into Mark Hamill.
0: Ah, uh, okay. You know, you know what's a sneaky holiday? Fucking May Fourth. I can. God damn it. Which one is May 4th? What's that again? It's exactly. It's Star Wars Day that we oh, all disagree with God. Star Wars Day. And Mar- March 10th, Mario Day, too. Branded holidays. All right,
1: that's an internet holiday. There are too yeah. many fucking internet holidays these
0: days. And that's the thing. Jen would always get excited about different internet holidays. Love you, Jen. uh She doesn't listen to this podcast, so she won't ever hear me talking to you. <laughs> Oh, Jen, you don't listen uh, to the podcast. No, she doesn't listen to anything I do, and for good reason, because she hears me all fucking day long. <laughs> She get she was getting excited about like it's donut day and I was like Jen every day's a day now every day thanks to the internet is a day at this
1: point <laughs> so pure I love it every day's a fucking day I mean I'd say 420 is an internet holiday but it's the best internet holiday. yeah sure
0: yeah but like mm-hmm. I guess I, I agree with you I, I I'm thinking of is these internet holidays mm-hmm. that were very quickly co opted by the co- the businesses to like right. yeah. on 420 there are actual like weed sales in right. your dispensary and you get a free joint it's great 420 is a very nice also i like by the way every dispensary in la is always like 420 week because i feel like they just know that like it feels like a, a thing i like stoners like i'll roll in at some point this week
1: that's the problem with stoners as well they'll be enthusiastic about your ad copy they won't remember it they won't remember it no
0: <laughs> and they may get stoned and find something better and more interesting to do at home yeah yeah Meanwhile, like not to not to yuck anyone's Star Wars yum too much, I feel like there was one year where Twitter was like, Hey, may the fourth be with you. And it was funny. And it was funny. And then the next year Disney's like, Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. May the fourth be with you. Limited edition Ray Action Figures. May the Fourth be with you. Like it just immediately felt yep. like it was a a literal commercial holiday.
1: Yep. Yep. We're there. Everything is commodified. Nothing is special. Nothing is. No day is special now. <laughs> Welcome to Goosebuds. Welcome to Goosebuds. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bleak, the bleak nihilism. Of whenever, Goosebuds. whenever this episode
0: comes out, it's Goosebuds Day. Yeah. I. Oh, I like that. Wait, are really are we going to say that? Whenever this episode comes out, it's Goosebuds Day. Let's, let's stake a day. You guys want to stake a day? We want to do it in May though. I don't care. May's a little crowded for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad month for Kevin. <laughs> can, we,
1: can we have Goosebud's Day be in August?
0: I like August. That feels right. Fall, crisp, yeah. a little spooky. Mm. It's not full on Halloween. I like it. There's a day in my neighborhood where they celebrate Hot Doggist, and it's a hot dog festival. So <laughs> oh I say what everyday Hot Doggist is, that'll be Goosebud's Day as well.
1: Is everybody hot dogging on Hot Doggist? Everyone's
0: hot dogging. They're hot dogging their, their lives out into the streets. And, what does uh, that mean? Cool. Does that mean like you're not wearing underwear? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think if you were hot dog and you would have a lot of underwear on. Oh, like, you'd have, on yeah, you have extra padding on your underwear. Point where your, your junk is wrapped tightly in a bun. <laughs> Boxer briefs only hot dog day. Yes.
1: Well, now I want to celebrate hot dog day.
0: <laughs> I know, I really could go for a hot dog. Get down to Philadelphia for a hot doggist then.
1: I know, I was just making fun of donut day and and laughing with you guys but now i could really go for a hot dog day. Uh,
0: a hot dog day is great. Uh, look, a hot dog's always good.
1: Yeah, it's true. D- but yeah. just don't
0: but just be careful you don't slip into a hot dog hole because you will. You eat one hot dog, mm-hmm. the chances are good you're eating hot dogs for the next like 2 weeks.
1: The best meal i ever had in my entire life was a hot dog.
0: Wow. wow. You know for sure you're you're <laughs> f- please tell us the yeah, tale. yeah. Uh, Brian Jocks, tell us the tale of your delicious hot dog.
1: <laughs> we had cherry lambic,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck else they eat in that book. It oh. was
1: it was a little it was a little event called Pax East.
0: Oh,
2: all right.
1: I had very little money, mm-hmm. and all I had eaten that day was two granola bars, which mm-hmm. had quickly been incorporated into whatever my body needed.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
1: I walked around that. Crowded convention hall and and waterfront Boston for six and a half hours mm-hmm. without food, without anything. But uh, I think I had like a five dollar water or something.
0: Right, right. Convention water.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had I had literally a tw- uh, twenty dollar bill that was now like a ten dollar bill and four one dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you don't have pockets, so you're just holding it in your hands. You're just yeah, walking around, sweaty, wet,
1: wet, yeah. wet money. Yeah, wet money, wet. <laughs> <laughs> I hate wet money. And I was only making it wetter. was the problem? I <laughs> yeah. couldn't even be mad. It was it was the it was the lot I was given.
0: Money is money gets exponentially wet.
1: <laughs> and you know that con adrenaline keeps you going for a lot <laughs> yeah. of the day uh-huh. or it did when you didn't have to worry about like horrific diseases although there's always the packs there box. was always a, it was but that was more of yeah. like a
0: that was more of like a fun gamble you know what i mean yeah i guess i guess it was a fun <laughs> gamble yes, yes. Chad, yeah i just not agree with this <laughs> As having to work PAX is just and like bringing ten bottles of hand sanitizer. with Oh, you time. had to work them. That's why it wasn't a fun thing for you. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah. What's this thing where you guys got to like enjoy the convention and not get a cocaine filled Minecrafter from his hotel room? What is this? <laughs> what is this fun? This fun version of a convention.
1: Chad, did you ever have to go to PAX East?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I. Did I ever? I, wait, I think I got to hang out with. We Paul. hung out at yeah. We hung out at Paxi's. I took him to Kevin to Joe Williams' house. Oh Shout nice, Joe Billiam. i Yeah, I, I let like that Kevin knows it at some point. I, obviously, Paul, I trusted you. You, you and I were already very close. That we time. were good, we were yeah. Relationship, mm-hmm. but I remember at some point you guys were just taking me. So far out away from what my realm of knowledge of Boston uh, was. Well, yeah, we were in the waterfront and Joe lived in Cambridge. So we took you all the way to Cambridge. Sure. I see I don't even know where that is. And then like It's a whole other city. We had a great time uh uh hanging out like with like 40 dudes. It was like <laughs> sex in the city for dudes in this house. <laughs> uh but and then I remember when I left that place that night, like, like one or two in the morning, like uber wouldn't pick me up there like uber <laughs> wouldn't come to get me uh-huh Uh huh. and i was like oh okay yeah all right sure you guys don't feel i felt safe but uber didn't feel safe i kevin I, I maybe this is a thing just from an outsider's perspective but i remember being in multiple times in boston the most dangerous uber drives i've ever been in in my entire life
1: oh you guys probably aren't i mean that's not the uber driver that's just the traffic it's just like, the traffic Like, yeah, yeah. You kind of have to be, like, ready for combat when you're driving through Boston. So, like, Satchel has been in my passenger seat as I've driven him through Boston several times.
0: Uh-huh. And What a brag. What a brag.
1: <laughs> yeah, name dropping. I'll, I'll have more name drops by the end of this hot dog story. But
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. The hot dog story's still going. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: But, yeah, driving in Boston is just a, a fight that you can never win. You can only run away from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I believe, I believe, unless I'm conflating my Paxes, this was uh, the, the PAX where I first met, uh, walking around, I saw two faces I recognized and would later befriend, and I said these names aloud. I pointed and I said, hey, Nick Murphy and Dominic Moschini. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, did
0: we meet at PAX East before before we met at MagFest? Paul, we did not.
1: We did. You and I did not. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I did meet Nick and I did meet Dom. And I remember what Dom said to me was, Hey, someone who pronounced my name correctly.
0: <laughs> that sounds like Dom. That <laughs> sounds like Dom. <laughs> That's that, that proves that this is a real story 100%. <laughs> and then Dom drew a skeleton to verify his identity.
1: <laughs> yeah. God, damn, God damn, he's good at that. <laughs> I, th- I think we were talking about how. You guys got menaced by Harvard kids. At like, oh
0: uh, yeah, there was a, a Harvard incident. Yeah, I wonder if that was the same year. I'm just curious. Like it was the same year. Tonight I, I crossed paths with Kevin, but I didn't get to meet Kevin. That's kind of a bummer. <sighs> yeah. Well, it sounds like we all were floating around Kevin that year. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think Normal Boots was was doing like a like a like a meet and greet type thing. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, the hot dog. But yeah, time passes, clock wipe. Uh <laughs> We're going upstairs on the escalator. All the food carts are closed. I still have fourteen dollars, and what do I see? A fourteen dollar hot dog. Wow! Wow! Oh my god! Okay, I believe was, it was fourteen. Yeah, I do what, believe
0: that. What was on this thing?
1: <laughs> oh my god! Um, it was just onions and relish and <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow! I thought it was gonna be like a fancy hot dog.
1: No, it was just a it was just a regular hot dog. Wow! I th- oh my god. I was starving, and I spent all of my money on it, all of your wet money all my wet money on it and I walked over and I sat down on some carpet and I just annihilated this hot dog and it was the most delicious thing I'd ever eaten in my in my entire life.
0: I totally believe that Kevin. I think like <laughs> the way conventions just both like milk you dry for money mm-hmm. in terms of food, and then you start to you talk about the nutrient bars is like. Yep. that several comic cons in a row i would just go like okay before i go into the convention i go to this wendy's nearby mm-hmm. i get about seven chicken sandwiches those are going to go <laughs> in my bag yeah yep. i'm gonna yep. live i'm gonna live off those chicken sandwiches yep and like the that, that last one at the end of the day when you've been walking probably 40 miles equivalently it's just the tastiest chicken sandwich that cold <laughs> that cold mm-hmm. wendy's chicken that coagulated chicken
1: uh-huh. That satisfied, I prepared my rations for the day.
0: <laughs> this is my Lumbus bread. <laughs>
1: this is my Lumbus chicken.
0: We don't want to, t- we just don't want to talk about Salute Your Shorts. Um,
1: <laughs> Salute Your Shorts is an American sitcom from 1990-something, <laughs> starring a lot of kids with stupid names. Which, wow.
0: Which Kevin, <laughs> Kevin will have to put this in with the episode. Kevin kindly put together a chart with oh, so nice so we have all of the yeah. children's names all these dead children all these dead. <laughs> these are like the cats you see in old movies you're like these, yeah. are, these are all dead now
1: i don't know i read i read some of their stories and i saw some of their current pictures and some of them are doing okay donkey lips has won like awards oh and dude shit. donkey
0: like, lips has tons of stuff donkey lips is on entourage man he was turtle no no that's not true <laughs> That's totally true. Look it up. There's no, no way. There's wait, no... no, Michael Bauer is not turtle. There's no way you. There's no way you can prove that I'm wrong. Wow.
1: <laughs> that makes Paul right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the Goosebuds Charter. I'm looking at the thing That's we all signed. True.
0: If one of us says that, you cannot be proven wrong. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say Donkey Lives is probably the most successful person to break out of of Solute Your shorts, but also, uh, uh, but but Nick. Yeah, Budnick, uh, but Bud but, <laughs> Bud Nick, I call him Buttnick in my head though because he was a real, he is a real butt. Sometime. He's a real butt. Uh, That's true. He is done a ton of voice acting as well. I guess both of them do. I guess like Donkey Lips and Budnick have both kind of like found found fame. Budnick, the redhead. Uh, I remember thinking as a kid the cool kid, definitely just the piece of shit kid. I hate him now, and I'm on I'm on ugly side now. I gotta say. Oh, I'm totally pro ugly. Uh, mm-hmm. Budnick. I think his most famous role is uh Jack Spicer from Shaolin Showdown. Oh, cool. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Uh
1: I think it's Stoop Kid from Hey Arnold. He's Stoop Kid?
0: He's That's Stoop huge. Kid. That's huge. That's legendary. <laughs> that makes more sense also to, like just to like, you know, Nickelodeon like keeps the kids around. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I was watching this, I was and the acting's not like A plus, but I was pleasantly surprised based on other like goosebumps shows that we've watched and things like that the acting was a step i would say a notch above nickelodeon had some good casting
1: sure yeah i'd say that that's true Uh, i wouldn't say it's pete and pete quality
0: okay well sure 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 sure. that was that was pinnacle (laughs) this is the first thing i wanted to bring up is that like so we, we, we watched the, the horror, quote-unquote, episode of Salute so Your Shorts, sure the famous Zeke the Plumber.
1: Mm-hmm. The second The episode. second
0: episode. It's so crazy that it's the second episode. This episode was pretty bad. I, I'll i say it's fine. Yeah? It's fine. It's fine, I guess. It's fine.
1: This this episode expects us to roll with a lot of things that I don't know if I'm super,
0: like... Much like the kids roll with Zeke the Plumber.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> sure.
0: Like they just roll what they just wake up from their Zeke nightmares and they're like, Well, I'm dealing with Zeke now. Better live my life.
1: <laughs> we we talk a lot about the magic circle on the show. Sure. Since I since since I started here. I've been enforcing us talking about the magic the circle. The runes of
0: protection? Well, there's the runes of protection and then Kevin magic circled the magic circle into the into the show charter as well
1: yeah there there's the there's the runes of protection which keep us friends even after the microphones go off mm-hmm. uh and then there's the magic circle which is like i'm going to like suspend my disbelief and believe what's happening here right but immediately we're confronted with kids named donkey lips and sponge and zizi <laughs> and budnik and i'm just not buying it <laughs> That that
0: was where you drew the line. Interesting. I got really thrown off right off right at the top when Budnick used the term Jaboni, which is yeah. not what Jabroni is. He got It, it had wrong. to be Jabroni got changed, right? It had I to I guess. Be. Was it Jabroni? Was that like copyrighted at the time? <laughs> or did the kid not say the line right and they're I just think like, "Go, we got we got a shot we gotta, go. We got to get this kid back to school in 2 hours." So we got Jaboni's <laughs> going with Jaboni. The reason I want to bring up the, the P&P thing, is was like, I mm. had a very, like, not just I a very fun memory of Salute Your Shorts, but the, like, Zeke the Plumber, that episode is scary. Guys, can I just say up front, this episode in my childhood was a big, big scare for me.
1: Yeah, I was same. Very,
0: I was very scared of this episode.
1: I also remember this episode from... From from childhood, from being from being young, mm-hmm. as I once was. Mm-hmm.
0: As I as I remember every May.
1: Yeah. Um what? but you know, uh, when when no stain upon the moon was seen, back when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the earth. Uh I- All I remember from this is you can use potato chips as a ward for people who are trying to sneak up on you. And ruffled potato
0: chips are smarter because they're, they have higher structural integrity and will make a louder snap. They would have made a bigger crunch. He would have had a better, even better comeback to those kids if he had had ridges. Here's my, here's my theory. Did Pete and Pete, the the majesty of how well Pete and Pete was shot Mm -hmm. and how they would do these kind of like glorious moments of teenage childhood. Yeah. Um, like, did that just kind of bleed into the other shows nearby and make them better by proxy? I think so, because I also liked um, Wild and Crazy Kids, which I yeah. think also came on yeah. around the time of this. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dude was the other hey, one, hey, I feel like. I, I did not like Hey, Dude. I never liked that. The kids were too old. Couldn't relate to them. Ah.
1: They were too old, too cool. These kids are all assholes, and I couldn't relate to them. <laughs> These kids <laughs> suck. These kids are terrible. <laughs> They're so desperately mean. Did you know this was based? Did you know this whole show was based on a book? There's what? a book. Yeah, what? Could have read a book. I don't think we can because I can't find it. I, I know it. I know it exists because there were reviews of it online, but you can't get it on Amazon. What? We could, on our book show we could have had a book. <laughs> we could have done a book. We could. We could have booked. Wow. It, apparently, from the reviews of it. There's a lot of hazing and a lot of homophobia. In it, so. Oh,
0: okay. That kind of makes more sense based on how this was. Yeah, I, I was really mm-hmm. thrown by how like not only is clearly Butnik is the the mean kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> Again, I remember like oh, he's the cool kid. No, he's just like a garbage person. It, Budnick has a moment in this episode. I wrote I wrote it down. A great line because I thought almost that we wrote it. I like me and like Nick and, <laughs> me, Nick and Josh. I was like, that's like a smart guy's line. He walks up to Mikey and yeah. he he says, "Where is it? Hold on, I gotta find the exact line." He says, "Hook, line, and stinker," and he like looks behind him. and goes, "I just cut one." <laughs> <laughs> That was like that was like a line. I was like, that is how we would write a bully, like just complete yeah. scum of the earth, like absolute <laughs> scum of the earth.
1: The all right, we'll get we'll get there. We'll go through the the, the plot what little there is, but very yeah. little plot,
0: more less than I remember. Right, yeah.
1: When Budnick like laughs maniacally and says, "I'm the master of the universe," that was I, a great
0: moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic moment.
1: A little, a little smile. Uh, crept across my face and my dark heart grew a few sizes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This came out in 1991, by the way. (laughs) Written by the show's creator, Sleeve Slapkin. So this is is the creator's vision of the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this is pure. This is the purest that salute your shorts can be. Cause here's the thing, like, I'm glad that we decided on or said what the year was. Cause I was trying to remember. I was watching this, okay? And the fear of this episode was truly like I could feel it. I could I could remember being afraid of of Zeke. Uh, truly being afraid of Zeke. And I was like, how fucking old was I? Because I watched this episode today and was like, how did this scare me? What was scary about this? And I think it was the premise of a a uh, curse by proxy, by touch proxy, that scared sure, me. Right. Yeah. Touching a cursed object and being infused with curse, very scary. But, yes, and, and not to be contrarian, it's, I remembered it being a lot more like, oh yeah, maybe Zeke's real, but like, in this, maybe it's just being the a wide-eyed 30-something watching this. Like, <laughs> it is very clearly not real and very clearly just <laughs> dreams they're having. There's no sense of like, but was it real? Like, it, it's, no. You, you see them wake up exactly where they went to sleep and that thing didn't happen. So right. it's, it's, it kind of takes any horror out of it. Right.
1: There was a lot of spooky culture in the nineties. Cause like the, the problems weren't so obvious, I guess maybe uh-huh. could be an ex- explainer for that. I, I remember we did like, uh, we did like haunted houses and like stick your hand into the grapes. So it's eyeballs, like spaghetti is guts and that kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, like,
1: ho- like minor horror shit was everywhere. And now I feel like no one does that because we don't want to waste food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to eat that spaghetti after you put your hands in it. Right, right. Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> but, like, that was, like, a part of every sleepover was some vague horror thing. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I still The scariest times I've ever, most I've ever been scared were at summer camp. Uh-huh. Uh, and someone, I, I still remember someone telling me a story that I realized much later was he just borrowed a lot from it. But about Mm. a story about Pennywise the clown, and he like breaks into this house of the mallet and kills a bunch of kids. (laughs) Fucking terrified for nights. Yeah, I was, I was, I had similar things when I went camping and the 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 fireside tales that truly terrified me.
1: Wait, Chad, your 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 friend or your acquaintance. Didn't even bother to change Pennywise's name. <laughs> no, but
0: also, well, I mean, now I realize, that, oh, but look back, I'm like, he was kind of improvising a story. He actually did a pretty good job of
1: it. I mean, he could have gone, he could have gone for Nickel Smarts or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Nickel Smarts the clown.
0: I love it. <laughs> so, like, doing this episode, it, it is the right th- story to, try to tell about kids being scared of a story at camp. Makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Again, it's very weird it's the second episode. It's mm-hmm. a very strange choice to go straight to the Halloween special. Mm-hmm. This this story is is basically a kid's version of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we even mm-hmm. call it out. One of the kids right. kind of calls this, like, what is this guy? The Freddy Krueger of Custodians? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that they, they have some moments in this that I thought were actually pretty good in terms of, like, the, the music. The horror sting music was, like, pretty decent. And, like, setting some, like like, kind of, like... Uh, tone moments, which was kind of nice. Like, I thought there were some actual, like, the dreams, I thought, like, they weren't actually scary once Zeke started trying to be scary, but, like, the first Zeke nightmare when he's just plunging a toilet in the kids, yeah, in the kids thing is kind of creepy when it No, so that was the scary yeah. one I remember, it mm-hmm. is, is that one. Kid waking up, the toilet in the middle of the cabin floor. Yeah. Also, Zeke, okay, so the story of Zeke the plumber is that Zeke... <laughs> Fought in, yeah. uh, fought in. I would assume World War Two because he loses his nose in the Philippines. So uh, he gets his nose eaten by a parrot in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I yeah. already, I already don't know if that's what happened to Zeke. No. I no. feel like a hooker bit off his nose. <laughs> yeah, he got that guy got the clap for sure. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> that guy got the clap and he named it he said it was the bird and tried yeah, to try to, to be less embarrassed by it. Uh I mean,
1: the nose is still bleeding. Like there's a bloody there's a bloody bandage over the nose. That was gonna be my thing, was the
0: mask that they used to cover Zeke's face and to make Zeke scary in this does it has a nose still it just has a bloody bandage over it he didn't uh, lose yeah. a nose and the, the 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 premise of zeke is that he doesn't have a nose and he was digging according to Budnick, and he hit a gas pipe and because he couldn't smell the gas because he's not smart enough to realize he hit a pipe and hear the noise of the gas escaping he lights a match and explodes and kills himself and becomes quote a human party popper
1: yeah and I assume he lit the match because he was smoking bait. I don't think you could say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That <laughs> no, was that's
1: probably true. Yeah.
0: Maybe he just ripped one or just cut one. Just like Maybe Budnick did. Maybe he was her, lighting literally. the
1: furnace. Maybe he was. There is a lot of fart humor in, in this. So I, yeah. I'd imagine that could be. Could
0: have been a fart humor be, moment.
1: Yeah. So so Budnick
0: tells this story mm-hmm. that I, I took it as he is making it up because it is a very bad story. Yeah. But then the kids the kids are all very spooked by it.
1: Yeah. Th- he ends it with uh, whoever touches the plunger is cursed.
0: And he hands out a plunger. And the kids are getting intimate with this plunger. It's disgusting. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's absolutely. <laughs> if someone hands me a plunger, Mikey takes it and look, puts the bottom, the, the poop end, the business end, <laughs> up yeah. to his face. It's
1: disgusting. Yeah. Telly, Telly grab the other kid. Telly grabs it by the plunger part.
0: No, yeah, you don't touch that part. They're handling the business end. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah, Budnick only touches it with um with a blue handkerchief, which adds to the prestige right. of the whole thing. Right. Interesting. Is, very...
0: is it only the kids who touches that actually have the dream sequences? Yes. Be... Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Good. It's only Telly and Mikey. Um, but the, also in this scene, we learn that Budnick's afraid of spiders. So that's mm-hmm. important for
0: later. They do. They set that up and then they use it again later.
1: Set him up, knock him down.
0: The the payoff, <laughs> the knock him down. Not a very good knock. Pretty bad knock. <laughs> Pretty bad knock. One thing that I forgot. So the whole time I was watching this episode, I was remembering it and remembering what happens. Like I was like, oh my God, yes, this happens. So Like in my brain, I, I watched this episode maybe once as a child. I think I watched mm-hmm. this episode ten or fifteen times because I knew it, like almost beat for beat, what was going to happen. One thing I did forget, though, I forgot that Donkey Lips is a heel. Apparently, that he's like a crony of Budnick. Yeah, they had like a team up thing going a little bit. I didn't know that. I thought that I thought that Donkey Lips was a good guy. I thought Donkey Lips was a lovable scam. I I think I loved Donkey Lips and thought, but I do remember there being a bit of a, a Balkan skull energy yeah. to Budnick and Donkey Lips. There is. I was very surprised by that. And and then, uh, you know, we, uh, as we'll probably talk about, plenty of fat shaming for donkey lips. Yeah. And plenty, plenty of making him the butt of the joke, just because he's a chubby boy. What, what are one of his lines? Uh, C- cross my heart, hope to die, stick a pizza in my mouth. I don't know if that's a
1: good line or not. I can't tell. <laughs> I kind of love it, but I'm also not huge on <laughs> fat shaming children, so... <laughs> Who doesn't want to eat a pizza? Yeah, I feel
0: like Donkey Lips, I had a lot of energy I identified with as a as a fat kid of, like, I'm kind of weird and none of the girls like me, but I mm-hmm. will, like, embarrass myself for a laugh. I will walk into trees with a mask on my head if I need to. That felt very... Yeah. As as uh, scholars of Michael Ray Bauer's uh, work, because <laughs> apparently you guys know a lot about him, does he have the lisp or is the lisp a put on for this? I don't know. I didn't remember the lisp. And that's another thing. I I forgot all kinds of information about Donkey Liz, probably because his role in Entourage really just eclipsed this role for me. I'm trying I'm looking at his IMDb credit to see if he's uh On Entourage he is. No, he's not on Entourage, he's not Turtle. He's Turtle from Entourage. I go to a restaurant owned by Turtle in LA. It's not Donkey list Ask Nick Murphy or Josh Henderson, you'll know they will they will agree with me on this. <laughs> We've been spreading this truth on the internet for decades now.
1: Can you imagine having to be famous for a character named Donkey Lips?
0: <laughs> it's not a nice name. No. No.
1: <laughs> no, it always made it always made
0: him seem gross, which he's not. He's just a he's just like anyone else trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I do like that Donkey Lee stands up for himself in this episode of like Once the once Budnick now is challenged to stay out all night and see if he gets scared. Mm-hmm. Donkey Lips does a very nice thing. He brings Budnick like a ton of food and and all these things he wants. And Budnick is still being mean to him. I know Budnick's <laughs> a rap scallion.
1: Okay. Chad, you just jumped most of the very thin plot. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> For I, that, at least I have
0: to focus on my boy uh, uh, Donkey Lips. He needs justice.
1: <laughs> okay, so Telly is like, I don't believe in curses. I'm going to bed, but Dina uh is putting toothpaste around the bed. It's very funny to keep the uh, to keep the ghosts and witch- witchery away.
0: Everything in that scene where they're trying to like ward off spirits is intentionally one step off from what the actual ritual is. Right? There's like the yeah. You you spit in your hand and hit yourself on that forehead and sit yeah. over your shoulder, right? And there's the salt uh, like line, but they're doing it with uh with with toothpaste, the toothpaste, light toothpaste. line, right? I wondered yeah. if that was like a standards thing where like they couldn't put the actual like a witch. Oh, it would be too close to witchcraft.
1: I don't know. But I don't think you could do the toothpaste thing anymore because like that's repeatable behavior, right? You don't want kids wasting toothpaste. <laughs> No,
0: no, no, Colgate, the Colgate Corporation encourages that
1: kind of behavior. Please, please
0: waste all the crest, please. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, I have to ask about a line, good or bad. Where she's talking about, I read in a book uh, about, uh, by, where doctors said, like, five out of ten doctors, or an eight out of ten doctors said that mm-hmm. this works. And she says, which doctors. doctors? Right, which doctors? And I was like, that... That's that, the best line on the show. That, I was like, that's, again, that's some smart guy shit right there. That's <laughs> the best line in the episode. That made me go, all right, that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. But it's a its a bright spot in a very dark tunnel. <laughs> 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 I, I I gotta be honest. The energy of most of
0: this episode, both writing and and directing and everything, feels very much just like just just get it out there. We got mm-hmm. we got to keep going. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they do. I feel like they do a lot with what was probably a very meager budget and a very oh strict God. timeline. God, yeah. yeah, this feels like a credibly cheap show. Like, yeah. They're on one cabin for most of it, mm-hmm. and then kind of next to each other, just in a random set of trees for the rest of the episode. It is a very cheap show.
1: Yep. I, I feel like part of the charm of this show was that it was so kid focused, mm-hmm. and like the kids were allowed to be goofy or maybe a little hammy or whatever. Yeah. And. As like kids ourselves watching this, we'd kind of eat that up and be like, look, they're just like us. Mm-hmm. They're not professionals. They're just having fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of Nickelodeon's selling point uh, back in the day with stuff like Wild and Crazy Kids and Salute Your Shorts. The fact
0: that Ugly is the o- really the only adult on this show and he is participating in the buffoonery as much as the kids, I think really sells it, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's some good Ugly moments in yeah.
0: uh-huh. I, I had When you talk about, Paul, like, your memory of the characters being different, I had remembered Ugly being, like, the hard antagonist. The, like, right. oh, you don't mess with Ugly. He's going to get... If he if he gets mad at you, you guys are in trouble. They kind of just, like, don't worry about Ugly. Like, he, he like, wants friendship. He comes yeah. at one point, like, hey, what's going on? You guys doing a prank? Can I be part of the prank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly's got no teeth in this, for sure.
1: Yeah. And, I mean that is sort of a problem because it just makes all of the kids assholes to each other Mm -hmm, constantly mm -hmm. with, with no antagonistic force other than Budnick fucks with everyone. Uh, the girls all tolerate each other. Donkey lips is Budnick's crony, but Budnick hates donkey lips, I guess. And sponge is there. And
0: sponge has a computer. Sponge has the best old computer (laughs) I've seen in a TV in a long time. (laughs) What is what is he doing on that? There's no internet. Yeah, what was he doing? What was he what He was, was sitting he... on his his bed just typing on I was like maybe he's writing a book, <laughs> but he's just like clicking clacking on it. Oh my god, salute your shorts. The book was written by Sponge. Sponge is the is the author of the book. Are you kidding me? Is I'm that real? It. No, I'm just well, I mean, I think that's probably what happened, right? Sponge is the Dude, author. You think Sponge is the the author insert insert? Yeah. Yes. That's it. Wow. I'm a, That's. I'm just saying that's it. The kid who played Sponge had a lot of like for being a whatever, a ten year old kid. Had a little like forty year old dad energy. It's the glasses.
1: You should see what he looks like now.
0: Oh, let's see. Let's look him up. I gotta see him. Wow, he's a handsome man. Oh, I hope I hope he's a fucking babe. He is. He looks kinda like a like Jesse Pinkman. Oh. He's got like an Aaron Paul energy too. Not quite not as handsome as Aaron Paul, but like that sponge? Oh my god, Trevor Eyster. Trevor Eyster. Look at those eyes. They're piercing. Oh my god, yeah. He was in Fantastic Four. (laughs) Okay, so here's 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 the thing with me. Mikey. I didn't really yeah. remember Mikey all that well.
1: He's gone in season two. He's gone in season two. Cause oh, cause Zeke got He's him. only there for season Pinsky one.
0: Pinsky comes in, and Pinsky was way more memorable in my mind.
1: Pinsky is the guitarist for Rilo Kiley. What? what? Sorry,
0: sorry, what?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Pinsky is the guitarist for Rilo Kiley. You say Michael,
0: the the, the cool blonde haired swoop boy, the the Fred from Scooby Doo? Yeah, he peaced out. He wow. Peaced out.
1: Well, he's. I mean, he's obviously not cool. He's a wuss. Like.
0: Yeah, he tried to stand on Budnick, and Budnick like totally called him, like totally like. And he ma- doesn't.
1: He doesn't have anything smart to say, or anything like. He no. just sort of squares up on Budnick, and Budnick farts around him, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> like he has no personality other than the part, uh, other than the fact that he sleeps with his uh, uh, hippo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep.
0: I guess the the weirdest part about for me when you talk about how like they're being assholes was. So, Budnick is like a hard antagonist. He's just mean to everyone. While mm-hmm. uh, Kelly, I think the, the girl who's obsessed with basketball or hates... Uh,
1: tell it, tell telly. Telly. Sorry, well.
0: Telly. Like, Telly, while she's sleeping in the middle of the day, he goes, Zeke the plumber, Zeke the plumber, Zeke the plumber. I'm like, just what a, what a, what a little brat. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fine. Budnick is the antagonist in this version. But mm-hmm. then, likewise, all the kids, they just hate him back so much, they're like... High fiving over his suffering, and like I don't know, yeah, just no one seemed friends
1: in this at all. No. So after the rituals in the in the girls' cabin, mm-hmm. Mikey has a nightmare featuring um, Zeke the plumber, who knows all of his secrets. Yeah, at, like he sucks his thumb and he sleeps with a stuffed hippo. Yeah. And
0: it's scary to start, and then quickly devolves into stupidity. And then he puts the puncher up to his face, and that's the terrifying part. And then I love that he does it. He puts it up to his face and the screen blacks out and you hear a toilet flush. (laughs) And that's supposed to be the the terror. I got to give, I wonder, because it's like, it's very clearly the actor that plays Kevin Ugly Mm -hmm. doing Mm Zeke in all of these scenes. Like, he's doing a pretty decent, scary voice. I think he's doing a lot of work there. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: I would say that. that (laughs) Sure. sure. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to find why did this scare me as a kid, and I think maybe Zeke. the actor put a little bit of fun character into it. Yeah, Zeke was scary.
1: I think it's more the mask. Yeah, no
0: the ma- the mask is very terrifying.
1: the The fact that it's obviously a mask, yeah. is, I think the scary. It, it's part
0: got that it. Michael Myers vibe,
1: right? Michael Myers are like, like
0: leather facey a little bit. It's uncanny valley face somehow because it doesn't yeah. fit exactly on the face how it should. Yep. So he does that.
1: <laughs> so Mikey wakes up and is harassed by Budnick. Telly manages to avoid any nightmares but she didn't sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: she takes a nap at breakfast. Budnick whispers uh Zeke the plumber, Zeke the plumber into her ear. She has a dream where Zeke the plumber is a magical wish granter. <laughs> <Yes>. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, not scary at all in the second scene. He's some sort of fo- yeah. he's some sort of fox spirit in this dream.
1: Yeah. And uh he's there to grant one of Telly's wishes, and she said, I want to play ball. And (laughs) Zeke uh, puts her in a ball gown and takes her to a disco ball
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: and says, this is a ball. And Telly's like, I don't want to do any of this prissy stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm about being tough. And I guess that's her personality trait. Uh Uh-huh. She just wants to play
0: basketball. Tough
1: basketball. And apparently that was enough to have Telly and Mikey unite together.
0: They wake up. She wakes up. I love that she wakes up and he's like, hey, Telly, Zeke the Plumber show up to you too? <laughs> okay, Zeke the Plumber's totally real. We need to fuck with Budnick. <laughs> what? Can, can we at least, I, I need to mention for a second that the end part of Telly's nightmare is her just watching as Zeke dances with himself with yes. his, his plunger. He's doing a waltz with the plunger. waltz with the plunger, not scary, kind of whimsical. And then her trying to run out the doors and this very strange edit of three shots in a row from the same angle of the doors. The doors closing, but it looks like she just walked into the doors. It yes. looks like she just walked into a wall. They use those, those triple edits a couple times in this episode to uh-huh. like... To punch up those moments that, like, just fizzled during filming, you know? You can tell that, like, the moment just did not... There was no oomph to that. So they're just like, well, just, I don't know, cut it three times together and it'll be great.
1: Felt very anime, I'd say.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: It's just usually you have three cameras set up at different angles. Mm -hmm. So you're
0: enjoying seeing it from different angles as opposed to just... And there it is again. And
1: there again. (laughs) There's a lot of padding in this show. Like, there's a chase scene later on that takes, f- f- it's just a running in a straight line, and it takes way longer than it should.
0: And, and I love, I actually kind of loved it, though. There were some parts about it that I thought were good. Like, I loved, like, the insert of the feet running through the water and stuff. Like, Like there's these weird, like, quasi-artistic shots in it, which, like, in a cheap t- kid's TV show, I do not expect, you know? Yeah, you can buy that. Kevin, you're you're doing a wonderful job of, of making this plot seem more substantial than it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, bree- it's a breezy episode, for sure. Tell- they're all like, oh, Zeke the Plumber is real, but we need to focus on Budnick. I guess because he's the stories. he's the creator of the legend, or Budnick's just
1: being a dick. So the yeah. Zeke the Plumber story we acknowledge is true. The curse less so, that's Budnick messing with them, mm-hmm. I guess is the thrust. I guess. I, yeah, guess. I guess that seems true. Like no one's, no one's like Zeke the Plumber is a real ghost. They're just like Zeke the Plumber was a man without a nose who worked on the premises and died in an explosion. Right, right,
0: yeah, and and so they they confront Mikey confronts uh, Budnick mm-hmm. uh, and tells him if you can stay outside, I don't know why Budnick would even agree to this. If you can stay outside <laughs> all night and confront and confront the fear that you have created in this camp, uh, mm-hmm. we will we will. Uh, do the things that we hate the most we will, we will we will expose our weaknesses to the camp but if you lose you must do the same right so yeah. then we get to the point where uh, chad talked about where they set him up in the woods and it's great because they show up with a ton of snacks, which he requested specifically, and a honeydew, which was at the, which is just among all the other snacks, <laughs> yeah. is very seems very Should've out been of a place. Suspicious melon, yeah. It was a very suspicious yeah. melon. So what they set him all up, right? And he's and he's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stay out here." And they're like, and they they all have their plan, um, and they walk away. Uh, and I think they've already they've either they go back to make their plan now to formulate their plan. I think that's what they do is they go back and they formulate their yeah. plan. And while they're formulating their plan, spy music starts to play. And it's, <laughs> it seems incongruous. You're like, what the fuck is this all about? Because Budnick just walks away while spy oh, music is playing. By the t- like, <laughs> I don't even know if the kids have left the frame by the time Budnick just yeah. gets up and just starts walking away from the chair. Yeah. To spy music.
1: Because he's setting up traps.
0: Chips on the ground. He goes full home alone. He dumps out the chips, creates a chip patch. <laughs> he, he sets up a six pack of soda and then jerks it off for 30 seconds in the most one of the yeah, most awkward right? it was awkward he was yeah. he was shaking those little cans like he was just like <laughs> I was watching it with Heidi and she's like this makes me feel uncomfortable it was weird it was weirdly <laughs> sexual
1: it was like the half curve way he was rocking it yeah. was the problem was, he was uh-huh.
0: straddling the soda
1: right yeah and he wasn't like you know like Donkey Kong shaking it like, like you should <laughs> Like that, like hold it like Donkey Kong holds a, holds a barrel and shake it like that. Right. That would really sell the shake. I'm uh, shaking. Shake soda. it like
0: you mean it. He was cowgirling a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a quote for this episode, <laughs> it's he was cowgirling a six. <laughs>
1: Is, Holy and, shit. He, and he was giving it full eye contact <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: he was do- he was dominating it that's for sure uh, <laughs> uh and then and then he sets up his final trap which i thought was gonna kill somebody he fills a cooler <laughs> <laughs> he fills a cooler with rocks and he lo- and and he, he fulcrums them up into a tree I also, yep. I it, it's such a minor detail, but to show how, I feel like how cheap this show was, they don't even, he doesn't even tie a knot on it. No, no, they, like, he puts a rope on top of it, he goes, good, and it walks Right, away. and he throws it up, he throws the, the rope up into the tree, and it fades before you can really see it, but the rope just falls back down, it doesn't even go <laughs> over the <laughs>
1: He's just throwing a rope.
0: <laughs> and we're meant to believe that this creates a wonderful Kevin McAllister ass trap that will be used later. Uh,
1: yeah mean, meanwhile all the other kids are meeting and ugly wants to meet what wants to like join their plan because early on budnick wrote ugly is a loser on one of the ancient camp the sacred
0: trees. tree and kevin ugly being a responsible uh and mature adult uh completely was destroyed mentally and, and morally by that that
1: phrase yeah and uh, so ugly wants wants blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, as does Donkey Lips because Budnick was rude to him mm-hmm. when Donkey Lips selflessly brought him lots of wonderful snacks. Mm-hmm. A, a, a series of errors occurs as a uh, as a bunch of girls with pantyhose on their face scary some
0: objectively scary objectively scary image anyone with a pantyhose on their face is scary okay but but yes but this moment they're like okay we're gonna scare Budnick. we're gonna go in waves waves doesn't mean you all spread out and then run at him from the same angle from different uh-huh. angles at the same time it's uh-huh. like more like different times throughout the night you guys should have scared him but instead mm. they just all kind of bum rush him we need the layers of fear here guys we need layers <laughs> Yeah, so they, they do that. They, they shove a pumpkin hat hat on top of Donkey Lips' face, and then we have plenty of sequences of Donkey Lips running into things with extremely exaggerated sound effects. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Which is great.
1: This nullifies Donkey Lips for essentially the rest of <laughs> yep. the show. Yeah. <laughs> nullifies the Donkey Lips. Donkey
0: Lips is nerfed in this episode for the hard
1: second. Hard counter to Donkey Lips.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they they the girls come in with uh with the with the pantyhose uh try to scare yep. Budnick but Budnick has set up his first trap because he's heard the the chips crunching he knows they're coming yep. and they go up to the to Budnick's uh prone or sitting body and shake him to scare him and the honeydew falls off and instantly scares them they're they're freaked and then they're and then they're like oh budnick we you can't scare us you jerk we know you're out here being a being a big old bully again and then he
1: lets walk by this conspicuous <laughs> trash straight <can. laughs>
0: in the middle of the woods not and, next to anything else
1: <laughs> he, he yanks them in then that freaks
0: them out they're sent running right yep, yep. Then the ghost brigade is coming
1: <laughs> with their little, the little, the little KKK. Come show yes, up. Yeah. I, I did. I did not understand what sponge and Mikey were going for. I
2: mean, like
0: good on them for trying to do some arts and crafts during this project, but it did not, it was nothing fearful about that. Fear inducing about that.
1: They just had big crosses with like ghosts <laughs> on them that kept getting caught in the trees. I don't think they even got close to him. No, like, no because th- because
0: then the, the the cowgirl sodas explode upon yeah. them. And I guess soda thwarts revenge?
1: And I guess a rain machine was also near them too. Because <laughs> yeah.
0: how much it was coming down on them. Yeah, that was, those yeah. were some, some dense cans. Yeah, that yep. was a lot of budget right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Finally, Zeke the Plumber himself confronts Budnick. Because Budnick is, is gloating now. Mm-hmm. He makes his famous uh line of hubris i'm the master of the <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: which, which kevin which kevin that is one of those moments where the kids were being allowed to do it like that was not i don't think that was a written line i think budnick gave us that line
1: <laughs> if he did that's fucking incredible
0: it was i beautiful love it even more. good on you jack spicer
1: and then zeke the plumber comes to fuck up mm-hmm. budnick Some dialogue is exchanged. A chase happens. Um, Ug
0: Lee makes a vital error when he has Budnick on the ropes, which is to say, I can smell your fear. Come on, Ug.
1: Come on. The whole thing is. Were you not listening, (laughs) Ug? And and Budnick says, I I knew it was you because... uh... You know, Zeke doesn't have a nose. How could he just you can't smell? Oh.
0: So, so. Even though smelling fear is probably a pheromonal type of thing, and probably mm-hmm. something that you would sense on another level. But whatever, Budnick, you're not a science kid. It's fine.
1: I mean, he still would have like the holes.
0: Yeah, I still think he would have olfact olfactory receptors or whatever. Yes, yes, agreed. But again, Budnick's not the science kid. That's that's what that's what Sponge is here for, guys.
1: Yeah. So then, so then, uh, ugly as Zeke is hoisted into the air. By the cooler full of rocks. Mm-hmm,
0: which I thought was going to be a, a bludgeon. I thought that I was thought totally it was going to fall on him and kill Ugly, and I was very excited. That's what I was thinking. I thought I was like, this guy, <laughs> this guy gets killed off in episode two? Man, I haven't watched <laughs> this show in so long.
1: But Nick, again, uh, celebrating.
0: His gloat is not as good the second time. I can't remember what it is, but it was no, I am the master of the universe.
1: So yeah. While going to get a knife to cut down Ugly, he runs through a spider web. And gets freaked out right. and starts promising to give away all of his stuff. <laughs> yeah, he
0: quickly like the the spider web, which I'm not even sure he saw a spider within it. Quickly unsettles yeah. Budnick. Quick, three very shots, very quickly, three shots,
1: three shots of
0: spider web. Three spot f- shot of spider web. Walk through the spider web again. Let's walk through the spider web again. They do it again so that we will feel the te- the existential terror that Budnik is feeling in that moment.
1: And. Uh, the the kids show up and they're like, "Ha you're a wuss. You have to say you're a wuss in front of everyone." Yep.
0: Now you have to be our slave for the rest of the summer, and do <laughs> yes. anything yeah. that we tell you.
1: There's a lot. This is, by the way,
0: this is just something we're like. I know it's not what kids mean in that sort of way. I just when we've been watching '90s media, like in Slappy and Goosebumps and everything, like a lot of a lot of just thrown around the term "slave," just Sling- like a real casual thing in the yeah. '90s. Slang "slave" around a lot.
1: Yeah, they sure do. Um. <laughs> Also, so, the fact that the kids like
0: we should be enjoying Budnick in this moment, getting his just desserts, but something about cutting to the other kids nearby eating the Ruffles potato chips, mm-hmm. he, just laughing and going, "Let's wait to see how he tells the Offer something really good. I uh-huh. maybe not. I didn't enjoy it. Like I was mad at them too. It felt very. I don't know.
1: So I don't want to. I, I don't want to make this like a very special episode of uh, Your shorts. <laughs> Because I know it's about pranking and being a little scam, right? Not, not necessarily about feelings or whatever, but I kind of thought if you wanted to actually like end this in a meaningful way, uh, what they should have done was have uh, Mikey and Telly actually do those things in front of the rest of the camp and then have no one else care. Like
0: uh-huh. Budnick
1: laughs at them, but like Dina, Sponge and ZZ are
0: cool. Oh, you mean like Mike brings his hippo stuffed animal to the like, cabin or whatever, yeah. and they're like, "It's cool, it's fine."
1: Yeah, they're just like, "Fine, you're our friend." Like, well,
0: whatever. that's the problem, but- though. Is you're trying to you're trying to make a show now. This is 90s nihilism.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we're in we're in pure nihilism mode at this
1: point. <laughs> this is about bad things happening to bad people.
0: Yeah, it's the most important thing that can happen. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, that's really the end of the episode. The only other detail that is at least a little bit of a payoff is...
1: Is the, the brick joke of donkey lips with the pumpkin still on his head wandering towards Ugg.
0: Yeah, which I had... And, and and Ugg freaks out, and I had I was like, he was in the meeting when he got the head <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like they all forgot to cut down Ugg. And I don't know, I, Heidi and I both had the same reaction. We were watching, I was like... Is that implying, based on the angle, that like Donkey Lips' balls are about to walk right into Ugg's face? Is that the <laughs> joke they're going for, or was that just us? Maybe for that them? was it. Maybe that was it, because I, cause I could not understand what he was scared about when he literally walked out of the room with Donkey Lips in that outfit. Yeah, you know, I, I thought for sure, just based on how scary this episode had been in my memory, mm-hmm. that there was going to be at least a level of like, good thing it was all a dream, and then, right. then like see a toilet in the middle of the floor or something <laughs> Yeah, there was like, like, like you like you said, Kevin, the brick joke of Dunky Loves comes back, but wouldn't it have been fun to have Zeke as the button on this, right? Yeah. true true Zeke. True Zeke shows up.
1: True Zeke. Super Saiyan
0: Super Saiyan Zeke. <laughs> Super Saiyan God Zeke.
1: <laughs> you can even like be like have like uh like a new kind of Zeke pick up the pick up the mask and be like, huh? They really think I look like that, and that's how you end it. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Oh, haha! Or that's or a guy shows up is like, hey, I'm here to interview for the janitor job and they
0: all like uh-huh. right away from get
1: get tom savini
0: <laughs> to do some makeup for you you know like get like get i like, don't
1: know why we're trying to punch up this episode there's nothing here
0: <laughs> i had to, i held this up so high in my mind <laughs> me like, too I, it's
1: not scary it's not i'm sorry no like it, there's no i was i don't think i was even scared by this as a child be, and i was scared of everything I, <laughs> think
0: I, I think i was scared i think i got scared of the zeke scene the beginning of the zeke scene so much that yeah. i turned it that i turned it off before i saw the rest of it
1: I remember the potato chips on the ground. I, I remember that to this day. Mm-hmm. Like that's vivid in my mind. But like I saw Zeke and I was like, "Eh,
0: Kevin, I can remember so many parts of this episode, which is wild because I was talking about this with Nick, with Nick Murphy, after I watched <laughs> the episode and I told him about this episode, he said he didn't remember it. And he said he only remembered one episode. And I and I, I was like, "Well, what one?" And he's like, "Can you take a guess?" And I tried to remember another
1: episode of Slut Your Shorts. Couldn't do it. Don't remember any other ones. Can I take a guess? Yeah, is it the one where they have to know the color of a giraffe's tongue? That
0: was the one. <laughs>
1: you know, you know our Nick. I'll always remember that a giraffe's tongue is black. That's how they say it. On the, that's how they say it. On the <laughs> I
0: episode. I don't remember that episode. The one I I kind of want to revisit at some point myself because I know we're never going to watch this show ever again. Right. um <laughs>
1: Well, I canceled my Paramount Plus subscription. <laughs> Me too. Me too. As soon as the episode ended, it was canceled. We're gonna do something terrible to their algorithm. Be like, they're watching one episode of Short in their
0: app. Today is the blip in the in the in the data that they're like, what happened that day? I really needed you guys to set up a trial account for Star Trek Prodigy when it comes out, but I guess that time has passed. You burn it, you I- burnt the account on uh, your shorts. God damn it, Slew Your Shorts.
1: This is the biggest day for Paramount Plus. Three whole people signed
0: up. I, I I gotta be honest, not to knock Paramount Plus, I shouldn't too much, because a job I did relies on it. But uh-huh. after I signed up, I was like, do you want to watch kids say the darndest things? I'm like, no, I really no. don't. Is that what's on this surface? I don't. Why is this here? When you pause an episode, you get a Charmin ad that pops up on the full screen. What's up <laughs> oh, with that all yeah. about? Oh my god, damn it. Weird stuff. The Slow your Short episode that I remembered very fondly besides Zeke the Plumber that I mm-hmm. now wonder if it's just hot garbage mm-hmm. was uh, there's like a Water Balloon War episode that oh. felt like legendary yes. to me. Yes, uh, but, And, I, and I, I have this memory in my head of like... The making it feel Pete and Pete levels of epic and right. like shooting it like a World War II movie and going for yeah. the flag. And, the la- and now I'm just wondering, did I just fill in all those gaps with my child brain? And I think there might have been a lot of nostalgia going on with this. I'd be very curious. Hmm. And childhood wonder that we brought to it. There's, listen, people listen to this podcast. Listen, we know that we're just kind of goofing and we're just ripping on stuff. And we, we mean it with love. If you're yeah. listening to this and you're like, Slew Your Shorts was the best show ever, how dare you? rewatch it rewatch it before you comment because i i was ready to defend this show to the death for this podcast and i i am letting it go (laughs) i i i will say i also held this show up as in a little bit more esteem i heard the music and i got emotional a little bit when i heard Mm -hmm. the song you know i still know all the lyrics yeah me too i'm gonna get a writer pay the price like i was i was there with him when he said it (laughs) but like rewatching it the the seams are showing, is all I got to say about it.
1: I think if you're a kid, this is a very appealing show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the kids are allowed to be a little goofier, mm-hmm. a little more natural. It, it might feel truer, but as an adult, it just kind of feels amateurish, I guess. Maybe, um, yeah.
0: Maybe it might be what it was.
1: Well, I mean...
0: We're. I think that's a that's a bumps or well, that's not a bumps. It's a buds. It's a buds. Mm. For those one wondering, we you know we've, we've been kind of piggybacking through books. I think we're I think we're prepping to do a run through some books here, right, guys? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. We're gonna be book bandits.
0: We're gonna run a real train on them. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit cowgirl on the six pack of books that are left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know Do you know off the top of your head how many books we have left I, in OG? Because we skipped ahead
0: to a couple of them. I'm gonna say four. Yeah, I
1: think we have like maybe
0: four or five.
1: Oh, so we're done. The podcast is over. (laughs) No, we have
0: said over and over the podcast (laughs) does not end when we run out of goosebumps books. The the podcast continues after we run out of goosebumps books, but it becomes unmoored in reality, and then the real fun and games begins.
1: (laughs) Guys, this is why we're not big. You got to do the clickbait. Goosebuds (laughs) Goosebuds <laughs> is over in four episodes. That's it. That's the last episode of
0: Boots Can we do goosebumps. the thing like where we announce our retirement like a hip hop artist and we just come back for the next <laughs> album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we're like a sports hero that keeps coming back two seasons later to get <laughs> one more run at the title.
1: <laughs> if you want to hashtag save goosebuds. Oh my god. <laughs> he's doing it.
0: He's fucking sa- he's saving goosebuds.
1: Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes, and maybe if we all work together collectively and with belief and love and goose in our hearts, we can hashtag save Goosebuds.
0: <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Goosebuds. That's a good one. That's a good out.
1: <laughs> I think I lit a fire under him. I think I think this is gonna work. It's I gonna ha- it's gonna it's gonna work for us.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, oh, all right. Well, thanks again for being my friends, boys, and I'll see you next time. Bye bye. Love you guys. Love you. Bye guys. Bye. 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 This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by Patreons like yourself. No, wait, wait, they're not all Patreons. What am I saying? Not everybody's (laughs) Patreons. I mean, they are, technically. Well, you should be like a patron. You're a patron of listening, but you want to be a patron of paying money to keep this show alive. (laughs) 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 Hashtag save Goosebuds. Now we read from the book of names. Say the first name, Paul. The first name is Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara. The
1: second name is Hollis Hornby.
0: Wow. The third name and the last name that I will number is Cameron Murphy Audio. <laughs> Numbers are banished now. Michael McDowell. David Cron. Josh Robertson. Would love to keep doing that voice. Killing my voice. My- Mickey C. Nathan Dolazar. Clayton C. Period. Mike Terry. Buddy Morris. Alicade. Mel Dipson. Jim Greaves. Zenki, Afshin. Danky McStanky. Aaron T. Stroke. Tango Twist. Victor. Brian Wells. Zentigals. Stealth Bates. Rebecca McWilliams. Joseph Miranda. <laughs> Patrick Reynolds. Scott Colopy. Robert Moon. Jason Crooker. Junkie D. Clay Castle.
1: Miguel Pardo. Christina
0: Doling. A third Sergio. Low belly. Hate me K off. Matthew the Necro. Fanmail. mail Sniggy. Reinfected. Maddie. Ishak Arafat. Gregory D. Warren. Alan Sailor. Sam Hash. Cody Redfield. Are you ready for Resident Evil 8, Cody Redfield? Do you guys feel like you say <laughs> the same names the same way every time and you can't
1: help yourself, even when you try to yeah. do a funny voice? I say some names the way you guys say them because it's the only way I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't stop it, Rich Bourne, help us.
1: Bradford
0: Coulter. Aiden Alexander Dace. Jar Jar Slinks. Joshua Jacob Witz. Justin Wagman. <laughs> Chosen One. Good switch up there, Paul. Thanks, I, I really had to try. Cardboard Walk. Leave it then. Jonas Platterman. Up in champ. Jonas Engman. I like that we have multiple Yodises. Me too. Alicia Grave. I've never said it that way. I've never ever said it that way. I will never say a name again that way. Trent Davis. Moloister. oyster.
1: Carl. Hey Paul, pause for a second. I gotta get something off my chest. I think I love broccoli. Church? The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Joe Gorbin. Elusive Koala.
0: Yadi Markovina. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we just say it weird. Space Deager.
1: Paul Grasso.
0: Trans Rice. Brookix. Corey
1: Shelley. Jesus
0: Christ. I'm doing it like Lois. Christian Vanskever. I always say it that way. Drew Applegate. Taylor Dierks. Joe. Remember to save early and often. God, never said it that way before.
1: Jeremy Lowe. Brian Hotgood.
0: Slumlord.
1: Onion.
0: Joe. Trendy Moron. Jordan Lockwood.
1: Foolish for Debra.
0: Zach Cotter. Patreon underscore donator comma yo. Joe. Spooky. Digital. Ghost.
1: Tierney. Connor Church. Vincent Modiga. Luke Noodles, but noodles with a K, but the K is typically silent in that combination of letters.
0: Hugh Bolin. Tom Witham, Zam Bam, Bino, Nicholas Johnson, Cabin Hamilton,
1: Andrew, keep up the good work, everyone.
0: Jadson, Lord Cornwallis, Elizabeth Steenweg, Carta Mom,
1: Birkin and Bino,
0: Andrew Evans, John the Howling Eye, Do Da,
1: Nathan. Remick. Nick it again.
0: Divaldi. This is how we lose all of our Patreon. <laughs> I know, they're all like, why did you say my name so fucking weird? Some cool chads are cool and not frat chads, you see? I like that cadence, that's good. Go on, Cahoots. Super Nintendo Chalmers, never said it that way. Sean Manogu. Thanks, Sean manogue
1: Don't leave us. <laughs> I'll say this one normal. Read stupid deck. Wormtown Glen. Wormtown Glen is so funny. Oh, what's me? Wiggle it. Joey Evans. John
0: Kitchen Hat Barber. Carewise, Gamgee. Paul, watch out! Slink is behind you. Chip Handsome. Matt M C Leland. Stinklitch.
1: sweaty
0: Yolo Squire. And Cameron Hanson.
1: Alex Moon, the
0: robotic
1: dog.
0: General. Lee Depressant E To No Mo re. Sirachim Tanya Turtle Chili dish know. Yeah Ben Buhan Bre Dan Chris Pittman Is a bone wizard <laughs> That was beautiful Thank you Boz Gerritsen
1: Hey Eric It's gonna be alright You're doing a great job
0: You're doing a great job Eric
1: Adam you goofed One jalapeno mm, Muscle
0: bear Jonas and Bolts in one of our wonderful Jonases. Calamity
1: Carl. When
0: dragons rule.
1: A germ juice. Keith Alcrow.
0: Dakota Campion. <laughs> Chris. Haunted pajama boner Nelson. I don't think I've read. That's a new one, and I didn't. That took me back to a place.
1: Oh yeah, I've been there. Timothy Misa Delacus. Yes. Clay McCarty. Nick Johnson.
0: Matthew Stevens. Parker Lee, Stephen Day, Ham underscored boat, get aboard by boat, come gizzerate is a fun pun, but I don't know a good place to use it,
1: come gizzerate, come gizzerate, come like, 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 like commiserate, oh like my com- god, god. Oh, nice. oh my
0: god, come
1: Caden <laughs> Franklin,
0: Raymond Hernandez, This Night at the Funny Bone, Flebbily.
1: The Crowfans.
0: Matthew Sutton. Ryan Carroll. Jeremy Bowser. Patrick Murphy, no relation. Megan McCormick. Mason. Kelsey Kinnaman. Gingerbread men. We're doing SNL. Hood (laughs) Lemon. Hood Lemon.
1: Carter Glass. Chase. Lee Wood. Russell Kastberg.
0: Javier Jimenez. And Brendan Narafin.
1: Liam Neeson's Dough.
0: Chris Putricus. Jeffrey Owen Cawhey is how I always say it. Got little old moi pretty freaked. The Foundation of the Chicago Bulls. Scotty Pippen. Sunset Streak. Knee at Virginia. Grammaticus God sees the Allspark. O. So. Peanut Berg level
1: 69.
0: Adam Muth. Dungeon Cabba. McHamster, Zach Weir. Tamid
1: Munir. Elliot Thompson the third moon
0: juice, Alan G. Just some person, Tobias Clark, Michael Kupka. Don't know, Chad Julian Lamendia. Sorry, don't have a cool voice for you,
1: Kelly the
0: Barbarian, Brendan Neal, <laughs> Andrew Villanueva. You're telling me Cody Selman, Robert Allen Cook the third is localized in your kitchen, Esta Mena is the lord of paul's pants did you get the pants estimate no did you Estimena, win them? i don't think oh i have them i, I need an address you better Estimena. make sure your pants are still there let me know where, well now that we're out of the pandemic i can send you the pants estimate
1: yeah he just needs the address for the uh, pants mike spaghetti jones the david boy the kenny m read
0: doctor diary
1: uh, accentuated
0: X's on underscores. <laughs> Epic gamer. 420 and 69. At, out, outgoing. Accentuated underscore and X's. Smith.
1: Kieran McNamara. Diet
0: soda. One. Quigley Jones. Chris. Jacky Ledoux. Coleman Laguza. Zachary Roberts. Mark sad star now
1: 69 pauli shore 311 ross short levi kidder dakota count
0: price do you worry we're in a zone i want to say we're in a zone where there are no preconceived notions of what these names should sound like so we're we're free to roam here matthew retato uh steven wagmar wigmer and welcome to the Book of Names, the Carb Son. <laughs> Son of Carbs, born of bread. Welcome, Luke <laughs> Allen. And welcome, Matt
1: Skellerman. Welcome to the Book of Names. Now, longtime listeners to the Book of Names, you may have noticed some slight deviations <laughs> in the pronunciation of your names. <laughs> uh, we apologize for that, but as you know, Goosebuds is dying, and we need you to save <laughs> Goosebuds. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here is already doing their part, but we just need everyone in general. We to
0: save. We, yeah, we need help saving goosebuds. We put a ley line of t- toothpaste around, but we think it has thrown weird energies into the book of names, which is why we were unable to read the book of names as normal. Yeah. Again, we will need you to help us save goosebuds. Go to your nearest pastor and say hashtag save goosebuds.
1: Please, please get involved.
0: Let the world know. Save goosebuds. Hashtag save goosebuds. Flypaper.
2: The work of the people.
0: Owned by the people. Supported by the people.
2: Visit flypaper.fm.